This episode of the Cutting Edge Podcast is brought to you by GlassGadget.com. Showcase Innovations creates tools that help shower door installers be more efficient and save time. Check out GlassGadget.com for more information. Testing, testing, one, two. Yeah, I think it's working. Yep. Hello, everyone. Got it. Welcome back. Welcome back. We're here again. It's like uh, it's like clockwork. Wednesday night comes, 5.30 p.m. Pacific time, and uh, we show up. Thanks, you guys, for joining. I know it's like a lot later um, in different parts of the country, and uh, it means a lot to me personally that you guys are willing to to come um, week after week, you know, especially like you, Bill Dobman. I mean, it's late where you're at, you know, and you're a more mature gentleman. And um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Right out of the chute. Wow, yeah. that hurts. <laughs> and no, man, but he's like always, almost always here. He very rarely misses. It's, it's pretty cool. So thanks, man. I was just saying yeah. I appreciate it. I wouldn't tease you if I didn't. I didn't like you. Thanks for putting this on. <laughs> no problem, man. So, uh, yeah, man, having a heat wave here in Santa Cruz, California, it's been like over 80 degrees. <laughs> so we're, you know, <laughs> stripping down, you know, and it's like, man, don't know really what to do. Right, wow. Tim? That's right. Man, it's probably sweltering over where you're at, too. Well, it's foggy in the morning and then it clears up. But if you go out the valley, it gets really hot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you guys have it rough, don't you? Oh, man. <laughs> All the way up in the 80s, huh? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Bill's humidity is in the 80s. What are you talking about? <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. We Actually, Brian's and I are pretty up there, too. Not that high. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, someone's got to do it. You know, it's, it's a tough job. Yeah. But, uh, but, yeah. You will survive. That's right. So what's what's going on out there lately? I mean, anything uh, new and exciting? Anything interesting? What's the news? Some hey, gossip guys, I haven't heard about. I see a new guy on here. Yeah, Paul. Yeah. What's going on, Paul? Oh, I think you're on what? mute. You're muted. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You're on mute. On mute, and tell us about yourself. Where Where are you at? What do you do? Oh, you're still muted. Let's, let's, oh, there, oh, there you, go. you go. I think you got it. Now. There we go. There it is. So I've been uh, tuning in from afar, watching you guys, and I love it. And I said, this week I'm going to join. So fantastic. Here Welcome. I am. Where are you from, Paul? Uh, New Jersey, Trenton, New Jersey. Trenton. What cool. exit? <laughs> uh, <laughs> <even> tell you. <laughs> horrible um yeah we're like 45 minutes out of philly pennsylvania so i live in live in uh pennsylvania work right across the bridge in jersey i'm the uh second generation family business so Cool. So what kind of work do you guys like to do generally? Do a little bit of everything or what? Yeah, a little bit of everything. We're um, like 60% residential, 40% commercial. Um, cool. We're like 72 frameless shower doors installed year to date this year. Cool. So it's not horrible. We already surpassed last year. Um COVID's been good for us because everybody started staying at home and working like mad on their houses. So it was scary in the beginning. And then like a switch went on and everything went gangbusters. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? I mean, we, we experienced a similar thing. It's just like haven't haven't slowed down a bit um, in the past couple of years. So, yeah, it's been it good is. for us too. It was, it was insane. So I laid off like, you know, eight employees, like March 23rd was like a life to my heart. 
and then uh, I lost two of them and I gained three new people and I gained a, a head tech out of it, which is awesome. Um, so I have the best crew we've had in my life. Wow. So yeah. So Congratulations. Five, yeah. Five, five guys working for me and I got three girls working for me. Excellent. Oh, you yeah. got it paid, man. Yeah. Yeah. Grass is always greener, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you can get women to work for you, you're doing something right now. That's that's awesome. Well, it's it's trying at times. My my wife works for me and my oldest daughter works for me, and oh, then we okay. got her assistant. So two two more. I got one one girl that works part-time every other weekend. So and what's the name of your shop? It's called Ewing Glass. Ewing Glass. Yes, sir. Ewing Glass and Mirror. Yep. Awesome, man. Well, welcome. Really glad to have you on board. Yeah, thank you. Glad to and, be here. Yeah, and it looks like we've got Brad Lehman. I don't remember Brad ever being on call before. Are you um, there, Brad? Testing, one, two, testing. That's Christina's dad, Brad. Yeah. Oh, okay. I've <laughs> never seen your I have never seen your whole name like that. It's usually it says Brattle. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Brattle. It's Brattle. All right. Now I know who it is. All right. Well, I'm here on the phone this time. So it's better not to see me on video. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't say that. But, <laughs> but you're coming through loud and clear. So yeah. Good. Yeah. It is good. Now I can probably go for walks in the park and have a meeting at the same time. Mm-hmm. There you go. There you go. Right on. Just like, just like your day at work. It's a walk in the park. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> true to form. True to form. Yeah, there's Christina now, too. How about that? Hey. Hey. <laughs> What's now up? The game. Party. Yeah. Put the band back together. That's right. <laughs> All right. Well. I think um, I'm pretty sure that uh, Bill Dobbin was about to say something profound. And then I know. Oh, okay. Oh, no. I'm waiting to see your agenda, Chris. (laughs) My agenda. Yeah. I don't know. I think, um, what can we talk about? We had, uh, my wife had an interesting experience today. She had a a guy come in um, and tell her, uh, I guess he is an ex-physician. You know, so it's interesting when people come in and they want to tell you right away what they do. You know, yeah, because actually she had this, this other lady come in and let her know that she was a, um, a realtor. I told her, like, yeah, I'm a realtor. You know, I told her like three or four times, you know, uh, that that uh, she was a realtor. So so Tiffany was like, so I'm hearing that you're a realtor. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. So um, have you done a lot of bathrooms? She asked you know, this lady, and she said, um, oh, I wouldn't say a lot. No. But, uh, but, then, but then she had this other guy come in and say, oh, you know, let her know that he, he, uh, you know, he was a doctor. And um, I don't know, as long as they're not um, engineers mm-hmm. or, or designers, yeah. I, I feel pretty comfortable. But... Uh, Designer, but anyway, like the, money, this, yeah, this doctor, you know, asked asked her, her for a ballpark price on a piece of glass, and she and she told him, "Ah, you're looking about this much." Can't remember exactly what it was. He was like, "No way, no way." And she's like, "Oh, yeah, yeah, way, yeah, way." And then, um, and then he was like, "Oh, you know, well, um, I, well, uh, who? You know, let me talk to the owner, you know." And she's <laughs> like, "Well." Yeah, I am the owner. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, then he was like, well, he wanted to talk to me. He was wondering, you know, he was wondering if I would like maybe come down on the price. Now, now, now take into account, this guy just walked into our shop, our little showroom area. We haven't seen a job, his job. We haven't seen anything. You know, it's like he just kind of gave her some information. He, and she's kind of, you know, spitballing a price. Right. And he's already arguing with her 
right. about the you're price, hoping, right? You're, you're, you're hoping you can do the job for what you quoted. <laughs> right. No, yeah. Now he's hoping to talk to me, thinking that maybe I'll come down on the price on this job that she's spitballing that we haven't even seen yet. And right. Tiffany's like, yeah, you probably don't want to talk to Chris. <laughs> you said he's a doctor, right? He's a doctor. Sure. Uh, because they all need discounts because they don't make enough money. Well, yeah. yeah. That's exactly right. It's tough, you know, and like these days, I mean, I don't I don't know that these days, like I would really want everybody to know that I was a doctor. I mean, I'm not sure that like doctors really have the best um so what rap, did she say rap that? going right now. He well that then he ended up he ended up calling her dumb. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, right? Whoa. Right. And and then so um and then she, so she had to tell him, yeah, we're not friends anymore. It's <laughs> like um, if you want to talk about class, you know, I'll wow. talk to you about class, but otherwise I don't want to talk to you at all. Oh, I would have given my butt with him for telling my wife that. Oh my Whoa. god, yeah. I mean he's really lucky. I was oh, 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 oh. Cause I'm you like one of the things. Yeah, go ahead. One of the things I've found is uh, a good friend of ours uh, has, she's been my office manager for uh, 12 years, I think. She does a fantastic job. She's super with people. Uh, And every once in a while, we'll get a phone call and it's usually a guy or, or somebody will come in. Usually it's a phone call uh, and they want to talk to the owner. And she says, well, you know, what can I do to help you? Well, I just need to talk to the owner. Well, okay, but he's not here right now. I, we can call him or he can call you later, but is there something I can help you with? Uh, well, no, I just need to talk to the owner. Okay, so she texts me his number and I call him later because I'm on the road and uh, I'll talk to him and say, hey, yeah, whatever, and what can I do for you? Uh, yeah, I just need to make an appointment to uh, to get you to come take a look at uh, at my job. <laughs> uh, you need to talk to Trina, my office manager, because she's the one that does the scheduling. And frankly, she's way better at it than I am. Right. Because uh, it's what she <laughs> does all day, every day. Uh, so was there something special about it? No, I just need to get it. Okay, call Trina. So what we've found mm-hmm. is that there's just some guys out there that just can't bring themselves to respect or talk to women mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. because it's beneath them, I guess. I don't know. It just, it drives me nuts. Uh, and I, I don't have a lot of time for that. Mm-hmm. I'll help them if I can, but I'm not going to go out of my way uh, to, to, to try to do what I can to, you know, go over and above just because they want to talk to me dude you're talking to the owner that means you're probably going to get worse service uh, <laughs> than going the regular route am i right you guys are all laughing you know hear that, Brad? I'm talking about. Hear that? <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it's true you all know that's true if they go through the regular channels they're going to get better service than they are if they go through the owner especially when the owner's on the road all day it just it, and, and then bothered with add it. in that whole woman thing and it's lost me now. Mm. Brian, it's great that you say that because um, I actually had a customer a couple of weeks ago. We'll be installing the shower next couple of days, I'm sure. Um, but the the wife pulled the contractor aside and told him that I was too pretty to to know what I was talking about and that she didn't trust my measurements and that she wanted somebody else to come and measure the shower door. <laughs> wow. Wow. Which I mean, say, I don't know. That's the weirdest thing that somebody could have said. I yeah. Know. I mean, Hey, you got, you and I live in the South, right? So that's, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Hope it goes in. Right. <laughs> 
I think sometimes women can be more sexist than men. Um, it's strange, but we had a, a female installer and I had this lady call and, and she was complaining and, and the main part of her complaint was that she didn't know who this girl was that was on her job site. And I'm like, well, that's, that's Desiree. She is one of our installers. Well, she didn't even introduce herself. I said, well, did the males installers introduce themselves? Um, what is this double standard? Yeah, we had, it, it was great when Desiree was an installer, we had men react really well to her and be really encouraging to her, but the women seem to be taken aback. I'm, I'm, sorry for my gender sometimes it's just not right i think men are getting way better um i hate to say i think women are getting worse yeah it's strange you know i mean uh yeah women can be very judgmental of each other you know i've noticed and it's like um women are I, crazy yeah but yeah yeah i mean because i for me you know i worked in this field for so long you know, with just around a bunch of other smelly men, you know, and it's like when we started having women come in, it was like it was like a breath of fresh air for me. It was just really nice to have that. Um, and, you know, if you're if you have any common sense or if you have any experience at all with like human beings, you realize that whenever you you know introduce some women into the mix, like everything becomes like much more um, civil, you know, like much more kind of I mean. I, in my opinion, you know, in my experience, it's like they just bring a certain level of um, of uh, yes. getting along. Yeah, getting along better and stuff like that. It's a different dynamic. It, it totally is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, don't, I don't know. It's, it's weird when people respond like that. And I think that's exactly kind of what uh, my wife Tiffany was getting from this guy. It was just kind of the sexist you know, vibe. And, it, and, it, and it, you know, she said, oh, you know, he was kind of trying to be, you know, funny. You know, he was kind of like a jokester. And, you know, so, you know, and so everything was just kind of that, you know, kind of edgy kind of humor. But like a lot of times passive aggressive people just sort of hide behind that too, right? Like, oh, yeah, I was, I was just kidding when I called you dumb. And it's like, well, you know, that's never, that's never a funny joke. You still called me dumb. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, and um, so yeah, that's. Uh, thank God, you know, we don't really have to do business with everybody who walks through the door. You know, I I used to want to. Um, you know, I'm Greek, right? So it's like I've had to fight my whole life not to open up a restaurant. You know, <laughs> because it's just everything in my DNA. Like, oh, man, you need to open a restaurant. You need to open a restaurant. You know, and thank God I've managed to um, to stave that off, you know, for my whole life, you know. But imagine owning I'll a restaurant. restaurant. I'll go eat at that restaurant. <laughs> I'm telling yeah. you what. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying it's never going to happen. It could still happen. You know? But so far, I've been successful in not doing it. But just imagine having that kind of a business where no matter who walks through the door, you pretty much just have to serve them. You know, I mean, that that would be a difficult you could go to Supreme Court. I mean, it could be that you had to make a, a wedding cake for somebody you may not have wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. See, that's what I'm talking about. See? Yeah. When there's plenty of other wedding cake places right down the road. Right. Yeah, but no, no. Chris does such a good job. Wants yeah. to be, it's got to be him. It's got to be. I'm going to force right. him. I'm going to take him to the Supreme Court and say, you must. You must install my shower door. You must. <laughs> Right. I don't want to deal with Tim. I want to deal with, <laughs> with Chris because he's handsome. I wonder too how much of it is uh, sexist versus talking to the person on the front line. You know, maybe they just happen to be women, but there are some people who are so important that they that they must deal only with the owner. So it could be a little bit of that too. There's some of that, yeah, yeah, I believe that. I think it's a fear tactic. Mm intimidation tactic yeah all you got to do is throw it back i mean i love getting passive aggressive people they happen to be the easiest to persuade because they're control freaks and so all you have to do is innocuously give them the control 
by asking them no oriented questions. And you can really, you know, stroke their ego a little bit and take them to the woodshed because the only thing that's more important for an egotistical maniac, like the doctor is just knowing that you think he's right. And as soon as you start baiting them that way, you can, I would never throw a guy like out, out the door. If he talked to any female in our place like that, before I threw him out the door with his receipt, I would take his head off. <laughs> and that's how I would teach him because those type of people are trying to manipulate to get what they want. And under most circumstances, I go on every collaboration with the, you know, integrity and morals, but as soon as they cross that line, then now it's so fair game. Yeah. And then I take, so and then that's where we make up for some of the mismeasures <laughs> that right. I don't do. Some of the other guys, not me. I don't mismeasure. Right. <laughs> well, I think Christine is the one that's doing the mismeasures. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Just to clarify, just to clarify, <laughs> Keith, Keith doesn't do the mismeasures. He doesn't do any measures. So that is true. <laughs> he just looks pretty. Told you, you learned that a long time ago. <laughs> I do a lot of measuring. Yeah. So have you guys ever physically threw anybody out of your office before? Uh, yeah, yeah. You know who? I Yes, actually, on two occasions. One. One's physically, and, one. but one, you know, on two different occasions. You know when I do it is when you get um, a husband and wife, typically, in my experience, has been like real Eastern European where the, the, the wife asks a question and the husband turns around and like yells at her like, you're stupid. I said, listen. You, you can't do that here. If my mother heard you say that to your wife here, she'd fucking kill you. She'd kill you. You cannot talk to a woman like that in the showroom. But that, that would be the only time. We get this fear tactic all the time, you guys. And once you know how to direct it, it's, it's actually really, those are the ones that you want. That, those are, that's low-hanging fruit. I walked away from a job uh, not long ago. I would say about a month ago. I walked away from a, a job because of this, this guy was like that with his wife. You know, when you when uh, when your your kids, your parents used to grab you by the underarm and move you out out of the way when you're like a five year old kid. Uh, he was doing that to her, and I I, I walked away. Yeah, that's that's away. over I the line. Want, I didn't want nothing to uh, to deal with that. Yeah, that's too much. So, Yeah, I can tolerate anybody. I've got um, a lot of tolerance for everyone except for the intolerant. I can't, oh my. I can't tolerate intolerance. Chris, you've got to read what Dana just said. That's I hilarious. did. I posted <laughs> <laughs> Dana, Dana Higabotham says, Chris would make a wedding cake, but top them out of the icing. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, Dana. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, we were going to keep track. How far into it before yeah. we make the, the coding joke? Oh, my God. Um, oh, boy. We need Thank to start you. a lottery on this. <laughs> okay. That was good. That was good. Uh, yep. Well played. Well good. played, Dana. <laughs> Excuse me. Yep. Hey, can I ask you guys a question? Hey. Look, yeah. Hey. Um, hey. Um, I'm gonna put. I'm gonna apply this diamond seal on this on a shower tomorrow. I got the, a kit. How do you apply it? Like, what steps do you guys take? Since we're already on here, there are no instructions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just follow the instructions on the box. I, I'm, I threw the box away. Oh yeah. Uh, well, call those guys up. They're really helpful. They'll. I mean, they'll, they'll right. walk you right. They'll walk you through the whole process. Okay. You could just do the clean microfiber towel. Yeah. Oh, I got that. that. Yeah, there you go. That's right. They gave me so. I mean, is it a new is. shower or has it been used? Oh, okay. oh it's, a new, it's a new one. I forgot. About, Maybe we could talk Dot into uh, a different show. <laughs> yeah, but she's already seen these shows. It's a brand new shower. I'm gonna put it in tomorrow. I got four. I got four of them to put in tomorrow. At one good, house. Good day. Yeah. Hey Adrian, what was that A frame you had? The what? The A. You had an A-frame you showed today. A-frame? Oh, yeah, I thought my glass. That's uh, I ordered that on Monday. Got all that glass today. So it's all my showers. So oh, yeah. some of those are some of those are two one house. Yeah, that's my job for tomorrow. 
All our glass. Good mm. job. Yeah. Happy haircut, yeah. by the way. Mm -hmm. Huh? Happy haircut. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I needed it. <laughs> I don't like waiting. I don't like waiting at the barbershop, wasting my time there. So I'll just wait until, until I can't stand it anymore. And then I go and just get it done. Nice. So, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, you're lucky to still have hair to cut. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've I seen a picture of my grandfather. He has a full set of hair. So I know I got a good thing going on. So. Uh, you got the hair gene. Yes, I do. Thank God. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I got a question. Oh, good. Good. Oh, there it is. <laughs> this is going nowhere, man. Come yeah, on. Exactly. <laughs> good evening, everybody. Um, Hi. Come on, Steve. Hey. How's it going? How's it going, everyone? I've got a uh, builder that I've never done on these before, but they want the channel inset in the tile to where you can't see the hardware. Um, you do it completely before mud, uh, thin set or uh, what do you call it? Sheetrock? You put it behind the sheetrock? How do you, what, what depth of channel do you use? I've never done one, so I have no idea. The, the, way, the, way, the way I do them is uh, you got to set the U channel down, screw it into place before they start putting, and they have to, they have to essentially tile up to it. And then you got to leave about a, about a quarter inch of space so for that panel to slide in and out. Um, and then the other trick of it is is you're not siliconing it. They're gonna they have to grout it. So that way that grout gets gets in between the glass. Oh, oh. we lost one, one builder because. He does it, you know, he understood. He's the one that taught me, but I, 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 I hate those. Because yeah. you got to go out there two or three times. And then once you set the panel, that's got to set. You got to come back again. Then you measure for your door last, and then you order your door and bring it back. It's just, it's such a pain in the butt. It, it's it's almost not worth it until yeah. it goes there, and then you get your payday. But I'm not sure the, the layout. Yeah, so. But, but there's, a, there's a lot of a lot of moving parts, and then you got to rely on them to be good. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. So you have to rely on them to be good to, to make sure that uh, it goes in right. And then the other thing you got to worry about is if it breaks, if that glass breaks down the road for whatever reason, you got to break up everything to get it out. Well, you can't start a new piece of glass in that same new channel with all that, that broken glass in there. It's just going to break again. Well, there's also a likelihood of the glass getting scratched because if they're going to be grouting around it, and especially mm -hmm. when they start cleaning the, the grout during their final wash and everything else, if they get any of that grit onto a rag that's going to be used on the glass, then yep. it's going to get scratches. But that's, you know, you might make a double sale, you know. Yeah. But, uh <laughs> yeah, but you know it's never going to be their fault that they scratched it. It's always going to be the glass then. Well, so. yeah, I ha that happened to me once, and I had a builder that would actually just leave the tile off um, the, the the top, and then I'd put the glass in, and then they would tile up to the glass. Right. And he did several shower doors like that successfully. One of them did get scratched, and the superintendent tried to blame it on us, but there were so many swirls throughout the whole thing. There, there was no, there was no way that they were going to be able to pin it. And uh, the builder, his, his boss basically took over and said, uh, yeah, he didn't put that glass in that way, you know? And, yeah. But, uh, I have, you know, I have I've a picture of a freestanding panel before the door get, got put in. I mean, it looks nice. Yeah. But well, well, one other thing is uh, you, you can pressure fit a lot of jobs. Now, I don't know if you can with this, but uh, where you basically don't use any hardware. Um, yeah. But if it's open on top, I guess that might be hard. You might be able to put a sleeve over on, tape it on the wall, silicone it all in, and then take the, you know, let that sleeve over, just hold the panel up while it cures, and then uh, pop it off and then finish it with silicone. Mm -hmm. And it'd be another trip, basically. Right, right. You know? Yeah.
Steve, it also matters if it's a steam unit. When you go out there, you got to find out if there's a soffit because then you got to have a bigger channel up top that, you know, what they lift, uh, lift and drop in place, right? Lift and drop. Right. Right. So, what do you usually use for channel? You use CR Lawrence? CR Lawrence. I really never use channel, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. see, the thing is, all right, so realize you have to put something down because when they're looking through the glass, if you don't have a finished piece down there, for instance, if you just wanted to set the glass on the Dura Rock or on the wood, it's going to look ugly. Right. right? Yeah. Even though they tile up to it, you can see through the edge of the glass. So you're going to have to put something in there. Now, you may want to look, they may want black, so it kind of, you know, hides and it doesn't reflect any light. So talk it over with what their fixtures are. But I would yeah. use channel there and then have them, leave, if it's a steam, have them leave a big slot up top so you can get it way up and back in. Or watch the width of your panels. You might be able to slide it in from the door opening. Mm -hmm. and, and then, so it depends what that application is when you get out there. Yeah, I have no idea the layout. So kind of a broad question, but I'll get, I'll get a better idea and, once I go check it out. What's sealing the U channel to the curve or whatever? then you would, I would caulk it underneath there, right? And screw it down and put caulk in yeah, the but what are you holes. caulking it to? That's the next thing. Yeah, well, depends if you got the rubber membrane there. I would yeah, still- You should run the rubber membrane, membrane. up the U-channel, so. And over the wood, over the wood. Yeah. I put the U-channel on top of the rubber membrane. Yeah, we, then, we, we did one once where we used a, a U-channel and they actually ran the membrane up on the U-channel. So it was sealed. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, Steve, the other thing is, are they going to want you to bury channel vertically up the wall also? Yeah, I don't have many details on that, but I will. Mm -hmm. I'll figure it out once I go. It may All just right. be a splash panel of some sort. I'm not sure if it's a whole shower enclosure or just a splash panel. So broad question, but I just want to kind of get an idea before I yeah. visit no. the job. Good one. Yeah, yeah. there. There are a few different applications. And I mean, it depends too on if, you know, your door is going to hinge off one of those panels yeah. that's um, that's buried, you know. Uh, if not, I mean, I, I've gone out and done something like that in one trip where they just, um, they just kind of basically left a, a kerf, you know, a slot in the, in the tile where the channel goes. I've been able to go out there, you know, secure it in that slot um, and then set the glass in the channel um, and just kind of do my whole installation and they come back and do whatever grouting or a lot of times we'll just use that, um, you know, sanded caulk or something mm -hmm. to, to finish it. Usually it looks pretty good. But if you, if you do that, you have to be really careful when you order your doors, your notches, your traditional lineup between hinging a door off a panel that's sitting in channel as opposed to going that panel going all the way down yeah then your difference of your hinge yeah. notch yeah. is different yeah you have to compensate for that yeah mm -hmm. you got you gotta you gotta order that door after that that panel's installed and secured then you measure for your door and uh, so you can put your hinge location mm -hmm. where you need to be in a perfect world if you have the time that is the way to do it you're right oh. but if it's a builder he's probably there on the day of closing so i doubt it yeah. <laughs> they want it done <laughs> right yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've actually got one just like that going on in, in Carmel right now. Um, so I'm, I'm waiting on the materials to come in, but it's pretty simple. It's a pretty small little space, and uh, it's got like stonework where they've just kind of left that um, that space on each side. So it's a three panel, it's gonna be a door hinging off a fixed panel, then a fixed panel on the other side, you know, three piece in line like that. Then you'll um, just gonna fill the stone back in later around. Yeah, exactly. I'll, I'll be able to do it all in one trip, you know? Um, yeah, I, I, I rarely will like do one part and then go back a second time. Sometimes you have to, sometimes there's just no way around it. But there are a lot of different applications for that. And uh, the great thing about that question is that, mm. you know, it, it gives you a chance to think about all of these pitfalls. Um, when a person asks you yeah. if you can do that or if you will do that or if you have done it, 
to go like, well, have you thought about this? Have you thought about that? Have you thought about mm-hmm. that? You know, you do realize that that water infiltration is going to be a huge issue. I mean, it's like it's you know pretty easy to keep water from getting in, um, you know, behind the substrate in a regular installation. But when you start like burying channel in there and right. stuff, I mean, it's yeah. it's a whole nother can of worms. Especially when it's on second floor. Yeah, yeah right? if, you, if you surface bound, you're going to know it's leaky because you're going to see the water. On the bare to you channel, you don't know until the damage is already there. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's also a chance that the glass won't even see water. It seems like 80% of my jobs, the, the glass doesn't even get wet anyways, so. That's good. The showers are just so big that, like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I like those. Chris, let me ask you a question because I don't use your same software. If I was to order that door with the C.R. Lawrence showers online, does it give you the opportunity to compensate for the hinge notch locations? No, because you got you got to see how far uh, they 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 grew the channel for. You don't you you don't know that until after it's set in there. Because if so, they if they cut it out first and have you uh, set your channel when there's a groove already cut, you don't know how deep they went. So you got to set it in there and then get your depth on that to get that measurement. Yeah. So like what I'll do on on uh, showers online is um, just uh, pretend as though because it doesn't it doesn't like give you that option. So I just pretend as though um, the bottom of my U channel is the you know floor. With a curve, whatever, and then um, and then make the the gap under my door three quarters of an inch bigger um, than it would be. So instead of like I don't know what it's normally seven sixteenths, I think is the standard mm-hmm. thing. So you know, add a half inch to that, or, or three quarters of an inch to that. You know, um, so that yeah, because you you want your door to to have that clearance and maybe even a little bit more because it's going to probably, it's going to be a zero entry, right? I mean, you don't usually do that on a curb. Sometimes you do, but usually that's a zero entry opening mm-hmm. where they're doing something like that. You know, they don't normally have a curb and then want you to hide the, the channel. They usually have like, um, you know, the, yeah, the zero entry type situation. So yeah, there's a lot of things in showers online. It's just like you have to kind of do a lot of workarounds, which is um, a little bit frustrating. Just for for every extra trip, you know, you charge them. You charge them the trip charge, put it into the bid beforehand. So you know you're going to be there, you know, two other times, a total of three. You know, you charge them, you know, 150 dollars a trip because it's 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 more of a pain in the ass than you know what it's worth sometimes. Because of the extra trips that you got to go back out there for. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you might be on a big job. Like some of the houses out here have, you know, four or five bathrooms with showers, you know. So if like if you're on a house like that, you're probably going to be making a few trips out there anyway. So you can just kind of be, you know, strategic in the way that you go out and just plan it out. Um, But yeah, otherwise, you're right. I mean, if they're willing to pay for it, I want them to go back three or four times. Um, We actually had one of these. It was the source of a potential lawsuit Um, after the channel was installed, the glass was installed. I don't know. It was several years later and they came back and they said that the uh, channel was leaking because it was installed incorrectly. Um, They had wanted the like tile on the inside, but then they wanted like sheetrock on the outside. I can't quite remember the scenario because I went back to our notes and found out that we didn't do it. So I had (laughs) notes about, we do not recommend this type of installation. We recommend making sure you have waterproofing underneath. Um, We will sell you channel that you'll have to pick up at our shop. So I pulled that out and handed it to him and never heard another thing. Well, actually, I heard back from the homeowner and the contractor who both said, you know, I, do you have any thoughts on how we can get the insurance company to keep pay, to pay for this? Because they keep on blaming you and we keep telling them it wasn't you I'm like, sorry, um, sue the insurance company. I, I don't know. But 
I was so happy that, I mean, we insist on water, waterproofing underneath there, you know, all, all these other, you know, crazy ideas that contractors come up with. I, no, no. <laughs> sure. Excellent point. You know, and that's the, the other thing I always tell people in a situation like this is like, Hey, I'm not taking responsibility for, for any leaking. I mean, if, if you're willing to take all responsibility for water infiltration, then you know I'm willing to do that. Very much need to pick you up. But, there, but there's no way that um, here. Let me mute uh, Adrian here. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> but there's no way that I'm going to um, to do it and then be responsible for for water infiltration there. I think Brian had a question. What, what's on your mind, Brian? Yeah. Did you guys see the uh, post that I made earlier today about the corrosion on polished brass uh, BCU fours? I yeah, saw something. Uh, I, I thought it was just like the screws didn't match or something. Well, the screw that that was the reason why I was going back uh, <clears> because <throat> straight out of the box, the screws were they looked terrible. Uh, so I got new, some new screws. I went back today to install the screws, and the to my shock, uh, the um, the silicone apparently had um, corroded the polished brass. Uh, uh, finish. Um, I, I've never seen that before. Uh, so that means I've got to tear out both panels uh, and replace all five of the uh, the pieces of hardware, uh, which means obviously cleaning all the silicone off. Um, hey, another benefit for not doing silicone there, Chris. I, you know, uh, you were reading my mind. <laughs> uh, I've got to clean all the silicone off of the glass, all the silicone off of the tile. You know the story. Uh, and then try to make it look good when I put it back in. But uh, have you guys run across that? Apparently, everybody on the, the on Facebook is telling me, yeah, you can't use uh, acetic cure silicone on polished brass. I didn't know that. I assumed that there was a finish on it, just like everything else, a, a lacquer or something. Okay, so there is, but you need to get what they call PVD coating on that, so it's impervious to that. Uh, and they are correct about the acid cure caulking on polished brass finish. That I does happen. Never heard and, that. And some of the brushed nickels also. Um, same thing. You may you may get that on certain brushed nickel products. Um, so, so but on polished brass, there's a PVD coating. It costs more, but nothing will get to it. Huh. So, are you guys all using uh, neutral cure, or I, I don't I don't I know. Do. I've never heard that before. I've never. I do. I, I only use RTV. I never use Is it not cloudy though? Yes. Cloudy. Yeah, it's not. I mean, it's, I mean, well, it's cloudy. It's, it's not cloudy crystal. Way. It's not crystal clear. Yeah, but it's it's, it's 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 clear enough to where my customers stick their fingers in it every time because they can't see it. <laughs> Don't <laughs> touch. Yeah. I had that done today. I mean, when I when I do use it, you know. Yeah. All right. But yeah, I, yeah they'll I come could, in and go. Oh, are you going to cock? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I do that okay. all the time. So I it's like the other day. And I like the fact that it's a little bit opaque. It actually covers more stuff, you know? I mean, because really, all, what silicone is for is to hide your mistakes. <laughs> so, I mean, why, why would you want crystal clear caulking? You know, that's not going to hide your mistakes. That's funny. Chris, you have mistakes? A viper. So, uh, I have a question for you guys. Um, I'm going to be installing my first uh, Cambridge double barn door slider with nice. a notch panel return tomorrow. Um, I've never installed one of these. Uh, any tips or tricks um, from any of you guys that have put these in before? The yeah, bar just be a salesman and you don't have to install it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you need to cut the bar with a special saw that I don't uh, don't remember, but you can't use like the same saw that you use for like a crescent or a serenity. You need something. Yeah, I've, you need a bad I've saw. installed the Cambridge sliders before in just an inline opening, but I've never done it with a notch panel and then a return. 
as well. I mean, I have the adapter block, and you know, oh. I think I think all my specs are good. Um, I didn't even know it. Uh, it allowed for that. I didn't know there was a piece that, that yeah. There's a nine. Yeah, there's a ninety degree adapter that you mount. What's the jagged little pill? You, you mount the other. Oh, you do a ninety oh. end of the bar uh, to the return panel and then to the wall on the other side. So what's your question? I installed one a couple of days ago. What, what, what is it? The, the general question is uh, any tips or tricks as this will be my first time installing one of these. Uh, Useful just, tips or just, tricks. So she's just probably your, about your, 55, 56. What's that? Yeah, may not be. Brad, mute yourself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I see. He's talking to somebody else. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think, you know, the, the primary thing is like making sure with with, with uh, Cambridge series, the main thing is making sure you've got clearance at the bottom, that your your doors are not going to rub. That to me, that, that has been the biggest challenge. In fact, so, when I lay um, them out, I always, I always make that gap a little bit bigger than what they say. I think they say like, Four and um, three quarter, four and seven eighths. Seven eighths. No, no, no. Four I'm talking eight. about the bottom of the doors, the gap. Three the eighths. Yeah. Right. They call for three. And three eighths, eighths isn't, isn't really enough. So, I mean, I, I, yeah, I'll, no. I'll do it at half inch because you've got those little plastic uh, edge seal or sweeps. sweeps that you put on the bottom, and they've got to go through the guide. And uh, right. if if your door is a little too short, it's not going to be a problem at all because they're still going to fit in that guide. It's going to work great. But right. if if that gap is not big enough, you're gonna drag and it's gonna suck, and it's like you're yeah. gonna, you're gonna fight trying to get it not to drag. So so my my trick oh, when I am do, I interrupting I, you? Well, I don't know, maybe. So so what I would do is make sure that you get that fixed panel installed um, not high enough. Exactly, and make sure you really check uh, the layout of those two little holes where the um that little bracket gets connected. Okay. That they haven't that they haven't um, drilled those too low to stop you from getting that that bracket. Now, when you when you mount that bracket, um, what's what's the play like inside of those holes? Like, would it be beneficial for me to stuff some blocking at the I bottom do. of that hole to keep it? Okay, I do. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Because you want to keep that up as high as you can possibly get it. You, yeah. you can't, you really can't have too much clearance. I mean, I guess you could possibly have too much, but I've, there's never been a problem for me. It's always that getting it to go through the guide without dragging. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, when I set them on an inline, I think they call for your, take your finished height and deduct four and seven eighths from your top. And that's where you mark for your wall bracket. I always deduct four and three quarters to give me that extra eighth inch so same thing just yeah. coming at it a different a different way but because right. like you said those 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 plastic sweeps man those things can and they can catch on the corner of the guide and then they they pigtail you know and leave just little shavings of, of vinyl um i personally i don't i don't like those uh sweeps because there's no way for the homeowner or customer to really get them off and clean them if they need to. And, and it's kind of a pain in the neck. Not too bad. But yeah, a lot of times we leave them off if the shower is deep enough and the pitch is strong enough. Correct. We'll just yeah. leave it off. Yeah. I mean, and we can even, we even tell customers like if it's a problem, we'll come back out for a one on. But I mean, yeah, I, yeah. Get away. Yeah, I do the same thing. Yeah. If I can leave it off, I, I kind of try to push them to it because they're more trouble than they're worth sometimes. But isn't there quite you a bit of stock? At the bottom of What's that? Are you putting dam strips at the bottom of, the, of those uh, sliding doors? Like the half moon one from Sierra Lawrence? No. Sometimes they um, do, but not, not all the time. I have before, but not all the time. So, I mean, it would have to be like from one end to the other under both panels, right? Mm -hmm. And then so you'd end well, up with a, then you'd end up with a channel in between the two of them. I mean, I don't know how, I don't know how you could really make that work. 
I did it one time. I, I I centered it in the middle of the guide, so no water can get through the middle. You know, so I just glued it down. But if it gets on the outside panel, it's stuck outside and can't get back in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, at that time, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and the other thing is that isn't there quite a bit of slop in that door if you don't put the guide on because it, it's the guide is is made to accommodate that that sweep. So without well, the sweep, okay. it's about as I don't know. You get a you get a little more, yeah, you get a little more play in there. Yeah. And a kind of a sound, like a kind of a rattling. Because I've had to do that before. <laughs> you know, I've, I've had to do it. It's just like didn't have enough clearance, you know, and got away with it. But, yeah, that's, to me, that's the biggest challenge right there. Yeah. Otherwise, those things are a breeze to put in. Oh, they're easy. Fast, good, mon good money-making little uh, closure there, in my opinion. So I did one when when I do my I did one uh, not too long ago, and I I put my return up, put my little my little side panel on, and when I get my height, I always go to the top of the pitch of the of the of the, the curb, so you know that the outside sweep is gonna pass like that's the part that messes up everybody. If the outside sweep does not clear. That's the part that usually gives you the hardest time is the outside one, because the the inside of it's already sloping down, so the inside sweep is is no problem. It's easy. It's just when I get my height, I always go from the top of the pitch, mark it, and then come down my four and seven. Perfect fit all the time. Never have a problem with the uh, the sweeps getting in the way. Yeah, I like, uh, Brian, I like your idea of just using a four and three quarters um, dimension instead of the four and seven eights. That's a smart way. It's easier to do the math, too, really, than, you know. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and then, yeah, then you're, you're an eighth inch high because I'll kind of do that to try to cheat it up a little bit. And then you mm -hmm. got set screws, you know, you can adjust it up another, you know, probably another eighth. You know, you can pull, yeah, you can get about another eighth. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that, that all counts with those things. Yeah, Good question. Cool. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. Okay, I got one. All right. So looking for some guidance. Um, I got an email from a customer and I haven't called her back yet. Um, it's a remodel customer. It's one of our biggest. They do tons of remodels. And um, she's been complaining for the last couple of weeks about price increases. And, you know, I tried to have a conversation with her. She goes, we set prices, you know, like 120 days ahead of time. We can't have price changes. And, you know, so I tried to explain how the real world operates around her. And I, I haven't called her back because I haven't figured out how to not start the conversation with, you know, have you just now opened your eyes? I, how have you not seen this for two years? What? I mean, I don't even know what to do. Um, what world are you living in? Yeah, she's a she's a Republican, so I can't go there. Um, so anyway, oh, yeah. uh, but, have you been um, to the gas station lately? I saw yeah. the little I Anywhere. saw the cat bar. Um, yeah, I mean, I I feel like I don't know. So she emailed last time she did this. I said, here's an idea. I could take every single one of your jobs and I could increase every price by 10%. And then that way, if you have some jobs that, you know, that change, then I've got enough cushion to give you, you know, your money back. Or how about you do that with your customers? I, I don't know how to deal with people who. Brilliant. Seem, have they never heard of the prices? Clause? Yeah. And that's what I said. I, you know, you could do an escalation clause. You could also, you know, put it into some, some contractors have told me that they're, you know, where they would normally have like a 30%, you know, just in case, whatever they've, they've sure. done an extra price overrun buffer. I, I don't know how to tell her how to run her job. And she's, speaking she's acting like i'm stupid because i don't understand that you can't just change prices from quote to you know install and i'm let's, afraid let's i'm gonna say, insult her. Say for example your your uh your single your single frameless doors your price changes every single 
every single one depending on size. So instead of a thousand dollars for for you know a twenty eight by seventy two, is it the same thousand for a twenty seven by seventy six, or do you change that price on there? Uh, no, so we have we have set prices. No, so the deal is um, back in March, she got a quote for a shower and she wants that exact, and it happens to be an Agalitis manufacturer, happens to be the exact same shower, but there was this thing that happened a little while ago about this 40% glass increase that now that shower doesn't cost the same amount. And, you know, I'm I'm not going to, you know, throw in the extra money and she doesn't want to throw in the extra money. Who has to pay for that price increase? Well, the homeowner does. The homeowner. Sorry if you don't understand that. Is, is, it, <laughs> so, in the, is it in the same house? Or is it a... So they pre-plan. So they, they quote their jobs at the beginning. Shannon, how long are your quotes good for? 15 days. Wow. Okay. Wow. It we used see. to be 30. It used to be 30. We changed it to 15. I told her that mm. I'd go to 30 for her, but she wants 90. She wants 120. She's like, at the beginning, you don't understand how the remodel project works. We quote these things that in advance before we start construction. I'm like, you don't understand how the world works. Sorry. We have a couple of contractors yeah. like that. Actually, we're dealing with exactly the same thing right now. And uh, we are going to meet them a little bit in the middle because I get it. But they also have an escalation clause in place with their customer. So they just aren't comfortable going back to the customer and having that conversation. So I feel like I have to be the bad guy and kind of put my foot down. But I don't know. Brad and I are playing good cop, bad cop about it. So we'll figure it out. And probably on, on this conversation, I have a feeling that I'm going to like meet her in the middle on this one and then say, you know, hey, don't don't do this again. You know, man up. Tell the customer that, you know, things happen. The world's a volatile place. Deal with it. <laughs> and don't vote, vote for Biden. <laughs> No, I have a job right now. I quoted back in February, 100 feet of handrail with U-channel and laminated sentry glass. And I told them at the time, you know, the prices are going to go up. And so I got them to buy the aluminum back then. And I said, I can't guarantee the glass price. So they're fine with that. And, <clears throat> and what I bought the aluminum for Back then, it's another, you know, a thousand dollars for what I bought. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I like that idea of going to a 15 day. Um, yeah. You know, guaranteed yeah. price, man. That's smart because, like you say, I mean, unless you've been living under a rock, you know, you should know that the world is kind of a different place than mm -hmm. it was a couple of years ago. And I mean, if we, for you to be able to get something at all is pretty neat, you know. Yeah, I, I the job I finished today, they were like, "Wow, I mean, you're the only one who came in on time." You know, and I'm giving people like Good. a three week lead time, and um, and people are amazed that I can get stuff done in three weeks. So that's yeah. the right attitude to have, really. It also puts the pressure on them to go ahead and move forward with it. Um, mm -hmm. And, and they need to go ahead and get quotes from other people if they were planning on doing that rather than waiting. So that actually is a, a really awesome idea. We should look at mm -hmm. 15 days. Shannon, my husband just said, uh, you should send her the inflation headlines. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I'm gonna send her a copy of our J July newsletter where the lead article is, you know, what did I say in the headline? Glass industry reels well, you know, glass prices <laughs> increase 40%. Yeah. It's like, what else do you want me to do? <laughs> yeah, but the, but, but the thing is, is how many times do you go fill up your trucks with gas? 
And you tell them, I'm a re repeat customer. They don't care. <laughs> right. You know I get I mean? this one for free? <laughs> yeah. It's like, I've, been here, I've been here three times three times this week. Can I get Can I get one? Can I get one? You know, that's not going to happen. Uh, like with a discount, you know, they ask for a discount. I'll give you 10%. And this is all verbal. I'll give you the 10%. Okay, let me think about it. That 10% is, is good until I walk out that door. As soon as I walk out that door, you're at full price again. Because now I got to stop what I'm doing with another customer to go back and fill out your paperwork and get you the, the links to pay and all that stuff. So there's all extra labor. If you want it, you want to negotiate, we can, but it's a yes or no now. Mm. That's, so, that's awful you know, generous yes of no. you. That's awfully generous of you to give them 10% off. I, you know, I sell I it like that. <laughs> Well, hey, great talk, everyone. Really nice having some uh, couple of new people on, or at least at least one new one, another guy who was in disguise. Hope you all come back again <laughs> next week, and uh, we'll solve the world's problems all over again. Hey, this is Chris Phillips, and I want to thank you for listening to the podcast. You may want to join the Shower Door Professionals group on Facebook. Just go to Facebook and search for Shower Door Pros and you'll find us. I look forward to seeing you.